tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Chasing a feel and Megan Fox wearing nothing but their socks is all I really want for Christmas this year. Well, that's just not practical. Spending a week in Mexico with some black eyes and some blouse is all I really want for Christmas this year. Oh, that sounds terrific. How about you, kids? I would like a pair of skates, then I'd go out skating, but I really don't know how to skate. <laughs> I want a Lexus all in pink, and a dad who doesn't drink. Oh, and that reminds me, 12 kegs of beer. All these happy wishes and lots of Christmas cheer is all I really want this year. Santa's got his work cut out for him. Oh, we ain't even gotten started yet. I want to tour the Spanish coast. Lunch with Michael Landon's ghost. It's all I really want for Christmas this year. Wait, what? Forget it. Keep going. Yes, all we want for really Christmas this year, however, is for you to enjoy the best damn Tuesday night show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wrestling Revisited, December 13th, 2016, on a Tuesday night episode, The Big Five Five. Caller ID number 139926 with our phone number 1-724-444-7044. And, of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolo. Joining me live here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, will be our good friend Gerard T. Smith coming out of the time machine here in just a few minutes as he has a great moment lined up for us tonight here on Wrestling Revisit as we are now coming down the stretch here as we are almost into the holiday season. And, of course, we are glad you are so happy to join us here tonight. Of course, each and every Tuesday, Gerard and I have the best Tuesday night show for you, ladies and gentlemen, with our opinions and whatnot. And, of course, we'll be having another great show here lined up here in just moments. Of course, tonight, of course, we're going to talk about who knows what will be available as the King says that he has a great moment lined up for us. And, of course, we will be expecting him on the line relatively shortly. But don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, beginning at 9 p.m., that's right, at 9 o'clock, in just a couple of hours from now, however, you can join Gerard and myself along with Mr. W. Sarah Chad Hinshaw and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, ladies and gentlemen, talking about last night's Monday Night Raw. That was a very interesting night, ladies and gentlemen, as far as what everything went down in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, was like last night. As a result, however, we saw an interesting Monday Night Raw last night, however, develop in Philadelphia. Of course, the New Day, consisting of Kofi Kingston, Big E Langston, and Xavier the X-Man Woods, of course, trying to tie the record for demolition for the longest days as far as tag team championships go. However, had a big challenge ahead of them last night, however, as it was quite a challenge, however. Earlier in the evening, they took on Sheamus and Cesaro, and of course, they took on also, believe it or not, another team, however, in the form of... If I can remember correctly, however, who else it was, however, in a triple threat match, however. But later in the night, they took on Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, as well as Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. And just when things looked at their darkest, however, mind you, however, they came out of nowhere, not only won the opening matchup of the night, however, against Cesaro and Sheamus, but they also survived, however, the club. Now I remember it was the club. Carl uh, uh, Anderson, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, if you will, and then, of course, later in the night, they survived a big triple threat again, this time against Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens, despite the fact they had some differences in opinion. And also two members formerly of The Shield and Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. As a result, it was a very interesting night last night Excuse me, at the Wells Fargo Arena there in Philadelphia, of course, heading into this Sunday's uh, WWE roadblock, the end of the line. Of course, Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair were not there, however, but... Uh, 
This show was also not without some controversy along the way as well. Despite the fact that the New Day won both of their matches, however, they now know, however, that they are still being targeted as the longest-term champions ever, however, despite the fact they got out with their butts basically saved intact, if you will. Let's just say. Now, some other things that went down last night on Monday Night Raw, and we'll talk about more of those here in just a few hours from now, how our on Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, is what happened involving, however, the developments with uh, also Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair. As you know, last week, of course, things got very testy on Monday Night Raw in Austin, Texas. Last night, of course, Sasha and Charlotte were not there, however, I believe due to the fact, however, they had some prior obligations. I know for a fact this past week, Charlotte was visiting the troops, I believe, and is due back into the U.S., I believe, tonight, however, for the SmackDown show that will be airing just a little bit live in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Of course, tomorrow night they will be doing the Tribute to the Troops show live from the nation's capital, but tonight SmackDown will be coming to you live in just an hour, less than an hour from now at the MCI Verizon Center. And already one of the matches that has been listed, however, could be a very interesting one, to say the least. As a result, it will be the phenomenal one, the current heavyweight champion who last week was not cleared to wrestle, but is possibly cleared to wrestle tonight. AJ Styles will take on James Ellsworth for the WWE SmackDown title. The question is, is this all a trick? Is this all a, sh- is this all a sham? Well, we're going to find out here in less than an hour from now when these two tangle with each other. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we understand just announced earlier this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, there has been another match added to the card tonight. However, it will be a tag team match, if you will, believe it or not. And as a result, we understand that coming up tonight, however, WWE GM Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon has announced, however, that there will be a battle royal to determine who will be the new number one contenders for the SmackDown Tag Team titles, despite the fact that Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton did win the belts last Sunday, however, in Dallas, however. We do understand, however, that apparently, however, that one of the teams, however, that could be considered a heavy favorite, however, could be the team of American Alpha. The question is, will they have enough in their bags, however, so to speak, however, will, if you will, however, to pull off the upset and be the new number one contenders to the Wyatt family's titles? Well, we'll find out tonight because it's going to be very interesting to see what will happen. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however, the rock so-called Rock the Troops, however, will be featured on CMT beginning at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Of course, it was filmed back in October. Among some of the appearances that will be there live in Hawaii include Kevin Hart, Nick Jonas, Rob Regal, Leonard Skinner, Jack Black, Jeff Ross, and other celebrities. Of course, that will be getting underway at 9 o'clock tonight on Spike TV. Now, uh, some of the things also going on from last night that we could talk about from last night's show included what happened involving Sami Zayn, Mick Foley, and Braun Strowman. As you know, there has been a lot of tension over the last few weeks, however, involving Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn, and Mick Foley, especially Mick Foley and Sami Zayn. A few weeks ago, however, Sami Zayn was beat within an inch of his life, however, at the hands of the big, strong Braun Strowman, however, on Monday Night Raw in Toronto, the night after Survivor Series. As a result, however, Mick Foley, however, apparently told Strowman enough was enough, however, and he can't defend himself, which was a smart call. However, mind you, the following week, however, things got very testy between the two of them in more ways than one, and as a result, Sammy called Mick a quote-unquote hypocrite, doing the bids for Stephanie McMahon. As a result, however, Mick did not take too kindly to this, however, and as a result, however, Mick was punished, however, as a result of this, however, by basically, however, general manager, Foley and also Stephanie McMahon, despite the fact that he had a chance at one point to go after the icy strap against the Miz, however, mind you, at Survivor Series, but ended up falling short of that opportunity, however, when instead, however, mind you, it turned out to be, excuse me, he ended up getting that opportunity after Dolph Ziggler ended up uh, basically uh, lost the icy title back to the Miz, however, mind you. Now, 
Last Monday night, however, things got even more intense between Mick Foley and Sami Zayn, however, and it crescendoed into a big-time blow-up last night. At one point, however, mind you, Mick Foley, however, told Sami once again he didn't have what it took. He didn't have the heart. He didn't have the passion. He didn't have the drive, so to speak. Well, unfortunately, however, by the end of the night, however, the question was, however, what would develop between the two of them? Well, at one point, however, and joining us now on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is Santa's favorite helper, however, and to talk more about this story and also our moment for tonight, is Doc Brown himself, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you, my man? Pretty good. How are you? Good. We were just talking, as I was just getting into a little bit about last night's Monday Night Raw involving uh, Sami Zayn and Mick Foley, and now apparently we've got a match that has been announced for this Sunday. We'll talk more about that in just a few minutes, but in the meantime, uh, I understand you have our moment for tonight, so... Let us uh, go to that right now before we talk about last night's Monday Night Raw. What do we got as far as tonight's great moment goes? Well, I was thinking, why don't we do Roadblock, uh, well, this year, I guess, was in Toronto, and this year Roadblock is going to be in Pittsburgh, so why not? Sounds good to me, yes, and Roadblock, of course, was held as you know, back on March 12, 2016, at the legendary Recock Coliseum up there in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, right before NXT TakeOver Dallas. It was quite a night, of course. We'll talk about some of the people who are on this show and weigh in with our options. So that sounds good to me. We can do that. Sounds good. So uh, let's get into it right now and uh, get your opinions, however, on each match as we will break it down, and I'll give you my opinions as well. So let's begin. All right. I guess this is a pre-show match. Mark Henry defeated Randy Sharp in a singles match. Three minutes and 35 seconds. Yes, and Mark Henry, of course, last week, as you know, of course, was involved with a match with uh, apparently uh, Mr. Titus Brand O'Neill, if you will, and squashed him in less than 30 seconds. This week he was hardly even on the show at all. I guess he was uh, doing work with the company this week once again in uh, hyping up the big tribute to the Troops show. Obviously, that will be coming up tomorrow night, of course, uh, unless he was over in the uh, with some of the superstars this week, traveling over there to uh, the Middle East, if you will, however, and uh, getting, uh, wishing uh, all the uh, troops over there a very happy holiday season. So uh, very interesting, I know, for a fact that he was one of the superstars over there. But uh, give us your thoughts about this one. Uh, I thought it was a short match, and Mike Henry still looks good. Yes, yes, he does, and he showed last week uh, that he can still uh, put down a guy bigger than he. I mean, I know Mark Henry uh, at one point had some uh, personal issues as far as his weight goes. I mean, he was at one time a very big, strong man at 430, 435 pounds, but last I saw, I think he's down to about 385, 380, 375. He's really trimmed now. He's lost about 50, 60 pounds. I know he's also involved uh, with the new new movie in the WWE. However, I think he just came out recently. It was called, um, what was it called? I just saw the advertisement for it today. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a very interesting, oh yeah, Incarnate, mind you. He was also uh, in the movie uh, MacGruber, as we all know. And of course, he just came out with last year, the Flintstones in WWE Stone Age Smackdown playing Marble Henry, mind you. So uh, only fitting that he uh, plays a cartoon character here in the Flintstones movie. Okay, what do we got next? Goldust with R-Truth defeated Victor with Connor in a singles match, 6 minutes and 44 seconds. Yes, and talking about Goldust and R-Truth, the golden truth, if you will, we've uh, seen what they've done over the past several months, of course, being an on-again, off-again team. Of course, the Ascension, as you know, we knew about their history. At, long t- at one time, they were the longest-term NXT World Tag Team Champions, holding it close to a year. Then, of course, they arrive up in the WWE, and they start to get into trouble by... Uh, well, blabbing off their mouths, however, so to speak, on and off camera, and as a result, they started to get buried. Now, uh, they're trying to get themselves noticed again, and I know tonight, however, they'll be involved in that big battle royal coming up on SmackDown just a little bit, along other teams that will be facing the Wyatt Tower to see who will be the new number one contenders. Uh, that being said, uh, your thoughts about this matchup? Well, I thought it was a okay matchup. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. It was, it was a very decent, okay matchup. No question about it. Okay, what's next? Next on the docket is the New Day 
Big E and Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods defeated the League of Nations, Sheamus and King Barrett for the Tag Team Championships, 9 minutes and 47 seconds. Yes, and talk about the New Day. I was just talking about them as you were coming on the line, Howard. I'll tell you, they were very lucky last night in their matches, however, that they had. Of course, they opened up the night with a big triple threat matchup with uh, the club who we thought was going to pull off the upset and finally stop their reign, or even uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. We talked about uh, both of those guys. And, of course, later in the night, they ended up facing the Shield. Of course, Jericho KO, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, of course, King Barrett, of course, known as Wade Barrett, uh, no longer with the WWE. Apparently, he, earlier this year, however, he asked for his release, and as a result, got it. Unfortunately, he uh, never uh, really caught on with the superstars, however, the last few years, especially when he changed his gimmick from uh, Bad News Barrett to uh, King Barrett, if you will, however. And then, of course, he uh, unfortunately asked for his release earlier this summer, however, and as a result, he said at one point how he may be back in the ring when the time is right. I don't see that happening. He's also appeared on a couple other uh, things of note, including two movies that were out and made, uh, actually made to um, video right away. One of them was called Eliminators. The other one was called Vengeance. Now, the one movie I thought he was pretty good in was a movie called Dead Man Down. It was a thriller starring uh, Colin Farrell and, of course, Terrence Howard. It was a very intense movie that came out a few years ago. It did an okay uh, box office rate of over $30 million, however. But, uh, nevertheless, he uh, has not done much, however, since then. Uh, I think he's in that new movie with Mark Henry, too, that one you just mentioned. Yeah, I think but... he he's oh, – yeah, you're right. I believe he is. He uh, just appeared in – that's yeah, I believe you're right. He just uh, got a role in that new movie with Mark Henry. You're right. Uh, we talked about him, as I just said. Uh, there was talk at one point, however, he might be coming back to WWE. Uh, I have to ask you, do we see him back maybe in the WWE someday, or do you think maybe his career is over? No, I don't see him in WWE no, I don't either. I could see him maybe, maybe in TNA if TNA sticks around. However, like uh, maybe feuding with guys like he's uh, done with over the years, guys like possibly Drew McIntyre, uh, possibly Cody Rhodes, uh, some others. If not uh, TNA, then maybe ROH. Uh, if not, uh, it's, it's a shame because I mean this guy at one point when he first came in thought he was going to be so good. However, especially when Chris Jericho first brought him in about six years ago in NXT. And then all of a sudden, the last couple of years, when he's developed the bad news bear thing, I mean, for a while that was good. And then all of a sudden, it just went to pot, and just went downhill quickly, however. And uh, even before that, when he was involved with the core, I thought that was probably one of the worst gimmicks he was involved in, and that just never really caught on either. So uh, that being said, uh, I thought this matchup could have been better, if you ask me. It wasn't all that great. I mean, it was fair, but it is what it is. So uh, there you go. All right, what do we got next? Chris Jericho defeated Jack Swagger by submission in a singles match, 7 minutes and 54 seconds. Yes, you can talk about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho has had a very interesting year, of course, as you know, battling with guys like AJ Styles and now involved with Seth Rollins. Uh, Jack Swagger, we have not seen or heard from this guy in a long time. I don't know if he's even with the company anymore, unless he's out of action uh, nursing an injury. I mean, the last time I saw my television was about three months ago. But uh, I don't know if he's on SmackDown even now. Uh, I'll have to check what he's been doing. But the last I heard, I think he was last on television. Um, I want to say, yeah, here it is, uh, September, mind you, however. And uh, the last time he was involved with anyone was, uh, believe it or not, it was early in October when he fought with Baron Corn. But since then, they haven't done anything right with Swagger, which is a shame because I think they could do so much more with him. Uh, Jericho, of course, uh, having a pretty decent year for the most part involved with AJ Styles and, like I said, now with Seth Rollins. Uh, your thoughts about this matchup? Uh, I thought it was a pretty good matchup. Yes, yes, I would agree there. I would definitely agree there. All right, what do we got next? The next is the top guys, the Revival. Scott Dawson, Dash Wilder defeated Enzo Amore and Big Cass with Carmella in a tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championships, 10 minutes and 17 seconds. Yeah, and you talk about four great team guys here in the tag team division, however. I mean, these guys always found a way to get it on. Uh, has some great matches. Of course, the Revival, of course, this year has been on quite a roll as of late until recently when DIY, Tomasio Schiappa, and Johnny Gargano beat them uh, recently, however, a while back, however, in TakeOver in Toronto. 
Uh, Enzo and Cass have had a very interesting year to say the least. Of course, they came up the night after WrestleMania 32, and instantly uh, fans just bought into them right away. Carmella hasn't done too bad so far, I think, in the WWE on SmackDown, although she's been getting some pretty good matches with like Nikki Bella and Becky Lynch. She, of course, is also signing up with uh, Harley Quinn herself, uh, Miss Alexa Bliss, the new woman's champion, who I imagine will have a big matchup upcoming with Becky maybe tonight on SmackDown. Let's we'll have to wait and see. Uh, that being said, I thought this was a very entertaining matchup, for the most part, one of the better matches of the evening. Uh, your thoughts about this one? I thought it was a very great matchup. Yes, yes, indeed. And before we continue, ladies and gentlemen, just a reminder, however, this coming Sunday night, however, at 5 p.m. here on TalkShoe, however, we will have for you the Roadblock End of the Line pre-show, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, join Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw along with Gerard, of course, along with Michelle and Dodds, the Black Widow, John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine, and the whole gang, of course, 138055-pound, of course, gets you on the air, however, and of course, the number is the same one, 724-444-7044, and that'll begin at 5 o'clock. Of course, I will not be a part of that show due to the fact that I will be attending the show here in my hometown of Pittsburgh at the PPG Arena. Of course, already a lot of people are saying that it could be one of the better events of the year, and hopefully it will be. Of course, one of the big matches on the show involves uh, our next competitor, however, in an Iron Woman matchup against the boss, Sasha Banks. So uh, Gerard will tell us who that is and give us his thoughts about this one. Charlotte with Ric Flair defeated Natalia for singles match for WWE. Divas Championship, 13 minutes and 37 seconds. Yes, and Charlotte's had quite a couple of good years here, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, she has become, as much as I don't like her at times, she has developed into a fine, fine wrestler like her father, one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. Uh, she's had some great battles over the years, of course, with, like I said, Sasha Banks, with Bailey, with uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, she even had some great matches with Natalia at one point, and this was one of the better matches of the night. Of course, uh, you can't pinpoint one good match of Charlotte's year this year. I mean, she's had some great ones. I mean, you have to go maybe go back to uh, possibly the triple threat this year with Becky and uh, Sasha at WrestleMania. You could go maybe to the Monday Night Raw show the night after Battleground in July, which I saw her uh, fight Sasha for the very first time in the WWE main roster, however, in which Sasha won the title for the first time. You could go to SummerSlam. You could go to Hell in a Cell in Boston a couple months ago. Heck, you could go back a couple weeks ago, however, that happened in Charlotte's hometown when she fought Sasha once again. I mean, Charlotte and Sasha have been trading wins back and forth three straight times this year with the woman's title, and I'll tell you what, however, she's done pretty well in her, she did pretty well her first year, too. I mean, holding the title for the longest time ever. Uh, last we checked until, um, she uh, dropped the title, I think, uh, to uh, uh, Sasha back in July. However, she was the longest-term champion on the Monday Night Show roster, uh, almost coming close to uh, eclipsing Nikki Bell's record, or darn uh, passing Nikki Bell's record, if you will. So uh, that being said, uh, there you go. And as far as Natty goes, uh, right now she's involved with Nikki Bell. Speaking of Nikki Bell, right now I believe in a storyline. Of course, there's a lot of talk that these two could begin it on very soon. Of course, she's also good friends with Nikki outside of the ring. We understand, of course, with the Total Divas show and everything like that. So I can only imagine what kind of tension there's going to be both inside and outside the ring between these two close friends. But uh, it should be very interesting to watch. Uh, and like I said, I think one of the better matches I've seen Charlotte and Natty fight, of course, uh, besides this one that happened here uh, earlier this year was the one they had, I think it was about a year and a half ago at, Revol- at NXT TakeOver, our evolution, I want to say it was, or arrival. I can't remember which one it was, but they fought for about 20, 25 minutes, and that was the match when Charlotte had her dad in her corner, and of course, Natty had her uncle Brent in the corner, and those two absolutely put on a four-star, if not a five-star classic in every sense of the word. So uh, this was very entertaining. So if you have a chance to watch any of Charlotte's old stuff from NXT back in the day with uh, people like Sasha, Bailey, or Becky, more power to you. If not, how shame on you. You're missing some great matches, and like I said, she's had some great matches this year too. Uh, your thoughts about this one? I thought this was a fantastic matchup. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And, and they gave, and of course, at the time, as we said, of course, we know what Charlotte has done since then, uh, not once but twice with her dad, including what happened just last Monday night, not this past Monday night, a.k.a. last night, if you will, but a week ago last night in Austin, Texas, if you will. Uh, before we continue, uh, Gerard, if you want to give out any more plugs or anything to hype up, uh, you can do so, and I will be back in two seconds. All right. <clears throat> Tune in tomorrow for Outside the Ropes at 6.30, and then uh, Debate at 8 o'clock, and Revolution at 9 o'clock, and tune in tonight for Revolution at 9 o'clock, 
All right. We're back now, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, of course, don't forget, also, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a triple threat Wednesday lineup for you beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes. The call ID is 141387-POUND. We will be talking about movies, entertainment, uh, as far as uh, some of the big events coming up how are in the coming year, how are including the Golden Globes and uh, also some other awards as well as the top movies of the weekend, including the new Star Wars movie that will be debuting in theaters this coming Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to check that out as the Force will be led by Obi-Wan Hinshaw and his apprentice, Howard Darth uh, uh, Iceman, possibly. And then at 8 o'clock, Gerard and myself will be back at the table, hopefully with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds. And we will give you our thoughts. Last week, we gave you our top stories, what we thought were the best stories of the year. This week, we're going to tell what our stories were like as far as the not-so-great stories of the year go. And we'll tell you what uh, ones we came up with that were not so much entertaining this year in the world of wrestling that we didn't find uh, too uh, pleasing, shall we say. But you want to check that out beginning at 8 p.m. The caller ID is 139925-POUND. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, we'll be back on with Revolution, 138055-POUND. And that'll be a very interesting show because we'll be talking about the SmackDown aftermath. And also, who knows, we might be in some more roadblock talking for this coming Sunday as well as give you our thoughts with early predictions. So definitely stay tuned coming up tomorrow night beginning at 6.30 p.m. Okay, we are now on to the third to last match of the entire card, so Gerard will tell us what that is right now. Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman defeated the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper in a two-on-one handicap match, four minutes and three seconds. Yes, and Brock Lesnar, as you know, we know, ladies and gentlemen, just about three weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, uh, was definitely not very happy losing that minute 22nd match to Bill Goldberg. He says... Ever since then, he's been wanting payback in the worst way possible, however. Uh, that being said, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Obviously, coming up next month, of course, there's already talk that Brock and Bill Goldberg have entered the Royal Rumble in San Antonio coming up in late January. Uh, of course, uh, Brock earlier this year took care of Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania, of course. Uh, it has been a very interesting year, to say the least, for the Beast Incarnate, if you will. Uh, that being said, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however. Uh, your thoughts about this matchup? I thought it was a quick matchup, but I thought it was pretty good. Yes, yes, I would agree there. I would definitely agree there, however. And, uh, of course, we will definitely be uh, keeping our eyes uh, on uh, this whole thing, however. Uh, uh, Brock Lesnar in the... uh, What was I going to say? Brock Lesnar in the coming uh, months ahead, of course. A lot of people, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely uh, let you know what's going on. However, we will keep you up to date with this as well. So uh, with that said, we are now going on to the semi-main event. Sami Zayn defeated Stardust in a singles match, 12 minutes and 33 seconds. Yes, and uh, getting back to the wide, as I said, folks, uh, I mean, they have done very well. Uh, they, it's been an interesting year for them. I mean, no question about it. I mean, Luke Harper, of course, now back uh, after, uh, fortunately, after this uh, event here in Toronto happened back in March, he apparently got injured. I believe it was the following week or two weeks later, right before WrestleMania, as a result, was forced to sit out six months due to a torn ACL. But since he's been back, however, he is now sort of the new helping assistant to Bray Wyatt and his new friend Randy Orton, who won the SmackDown Tag Team titles last Sunday or two Sundays, I should say, almost two Sundays ago, at Tables, Liars, and Chairs against Heath Slater and Rhino. Uh, so definitely uh, they have had a very up-and-down sort of 2016, but I expect more better I expect better things to happen to the Lions in 2017, possibly, especially for Bray Wyatt, hopefully barring injuries, barring anything else. I think he could be a big name to watch coming up in the new year, but uh, we'll definitely watch that very carefully. Uh, talk about Sami Zayn, Stardust, another guy, of course, Stardust no longer with the company, getting back to our... Um, thing here. Uh, he is now uh, off on his own. Sami Zayn, of course, we saw what happened in the last few weeks, of course. Apparently now Sami will be getting a matchup with Braun Strowman this coming week on Roadblock. However, after what happened by confronting Mick Foley uh, last night on Monday Night Raw, uh, your thoughts about this matchup? I thought it was uh, a very good matchup. Yes, yes. I thought it was a pretty okay matchup. I mean, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I thought that uh, Cody could have done a little bit more, if you ask me, but for the most part, he did his thing. And of course, uh, unfortunately, he just, I mean, I think when he changed the gimmick over to Stardust, I mean, a lot of people were buying into it. However, a lot of people were hoping that he would um, uh, develop a better persona, mind you. However, mind you, I thought he could have done a little bit better. 
but at the same time, however, uh, like I said, I just unfortunately, however, he could have done a little bit more, however. Uh, but at the same time, however, it was uh, interesting to say the least, however. I mean, it was very interesting. I thought he had a chance, uh, mind you, however. So overall, I thought it was okay, however, mind you. Um, uh, but uh, as I was saying, uh, as I was saying, however, mind you, however, uh, he. Okay, sorry about that. Let me just do that for a second. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, as I was saying, he has done okay since he got out of the WWE. I mean, he could be doing a little bit more, however, let's just say. Uh, but that being said, however, it was a very interesting match, no question about it, and it was very entertaining, like you said, no doubt about it. Okay, let's go now to our main event. All right. The main event is Triple H defeated Dean Ambrose in a singles match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in 24 minutes and 43 seconds. Well, this was a, probably the best match out of the whole night, I would have to say. Of course, Triple H would then go on to fight Roman Reigns, where he would drop the title a few weeks later. Dean Ambrose, of course, would go on to bigger success later in the year, of course, by uh, cashing in on Seth Rollins after Seth Rollins took on Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank in June, of course, then became the World Heavyweight Champion. He held that for a few months before AJ Styles took it off of him in a questionable, some people say, decision there in um, September at Backlash. And since then, uh, has been battling uh, guys like uh, AJ Styles over the year. Of course, Brock Lesnar is another guy as well. Uh, that being said, uh, your thoughts about what Dean Ambrose has been like so far this year in 2016? Well, I thought Dean Ambrose is doing pretty good. He's, he can only come up from uh, and get better. So Yes, yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. I think he's had a very good, successful year, no question about it. Of course, Triple H, uh, this was one of his final in-ring appearances for a while, of course, the last time we would see him, of course, was back in August, right after uh, SummerSlam, by helping Kevin Owens win, who I'll talk about in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that being said, I thought this match was one of the better matches of the night, and definitely a, uh, worthy of watching, although at one point it looked like Dean Ambrose was going to win the title, however, for the first time ever, but unfortunately, the referee did not see it that way, and of course, a lot of people were not very happy about the outcome. Uh, nevertheless, Triple H gave him all he could handle, and then some, of course, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, it was a few weeks later that uh, Triple H would end up losing the title at WrestleMania. So there you go. So there you have it, folks. Roadblock uh, from earlier this year. Of course, speaking of Roadblock, we talked about Roadblock, the end of the line, of course. That will be coming up this uh, coming Sunday in Pittsburgh. See you right back in one second, J.D. No problem. And while Gerard steps out, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you my rating on a scale of 1 to 10. I would have to give this show about an 8 out of 10. I think it was very good. It was very entertaining for the most part. Uh, probably the best match of the night, without question, was the main event. I think the second best match of the night was definitely the women's matchup. I thought Charlotte and uh, Natty put on a very good match. And I would say number three, as far as the other match that was good, was the Revival and Enzo and Cass. So uh, those are my top three matches. The ones that I didn't find really particularly entertaining, even though they were kind of short, uh, the Jericho Swagger thing, and, of course, Brock Lesnar taking on the Wyatt family in that two-on-one handicap match. But overall, on a scale of eight, uh, 1 to 10 again, ladies and gentlemen, I would give this an 8 out of 10. So we'll hear what Gerard has to say when he returns to the line. And uh, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, again, don't forget, uh, this Thursday night, however, beginning at 9 p.m., you can listen to Wolfpack Radio on a very special night, of course, uh, beginning at 9 o'clock. The caller ID is 138521-POUND. Of course, this Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on the air with Raw Radio. Of course, Gerard, myself, and the rest of the gang, we talk about the aftermath of Roadblock, ladies and gentlemen. And also, who knows what we got in store for you all coming this next Monday afternoon here on TalkShoot. Of course, the call ID is 138744-POUND. That'll begin at 3 o'clock this coming next Monday. Um, some news that I was uh, talking about earlier, ladies and gentlemen, um, if I can touch upon it real quick, however, um, here if I can find it real quick. Uh, we uh, understand uh, uh, understand. Well, we're trying to find if the Raw ratings are in for this week, if the Raw ratings haven't announced yet, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one thing we can talk about that's kind of funny in a way, however, we heard earlier today, and this is kind of funny in a way, apparently Ric Flair will be appearing at the Wing Bowl 25 event, we understand, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on February 3rd. Of course, Mick uh, Foley, of course, competed two years ago in that event, was ejected for sneaking wings into a fanny pack. 
believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back. Okay. I was just talking about a funny story that I just read just now, and that is that apparently Ric Flair was announced earlier today, according to CBS Local in Philadelphia, he will be among the special guests at the Wing Bowl 25 event coming up in February in Philadelphia. Believe it or not, Rick Foley competed two years ago and was ejected for sneaking wings into his fanny pack. Believe it or not, so apparently, I guess Flair is going to be one of the judges or maybe one of the participants. I really haven't heard yet. Uh, another story that's uh, going on. Believe it or not, and uh, before we tell you about that, we will be back in two seconds. So just hold on. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, apparently, according to reports, we understand that. Booker T, from what we heard, believe it or not, announced, however, on his Twitter page today, in his podcast, however, that he will be running as mayor of Houston, Texas, believe it or not, in 2019, possibly. Uh, what do you make of this whole story? Uh, good for him. Do you think he has a chance of winning? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. Hey, if, uh, if Ventura can do it, why can't Booker? I bet he's pretty good for the town of Houston. Yes. He's a pretty good guy and everything, so mm-hmm. I can see why not. Yep, yeah, I would agree. I would agree, no question about it. Um, that being said, let's uh, get your thoughts about uh, this paper in a whole. I already gave my rating on a scale one tonight. I gave this show an 8 out of 10. Uh, what was your thoughts? Yeah, I have to give it an 8 too. All right, very good, very good. All right, well, with that said, let's talk now about the uh, next match, uh, the next affair of business that we were going to discuss, how is last night's Monday Night Raw, quite a night, as I uh, talked about, involving the New Day, as they were involved in two matches. Of course, a lot of things went down there in Philadelphia last night. Of course, earlier in the night, they survived a big triple threat, and then again at the end of the night. Uh, your thoughts about last night's uh, very interesting night in the city of brotherly love? I'd have to say it was pretty. They were pumping New Day up like uh, like a first time hooker. Like they were just pumping her out. Like it was crazy. I, like I thought they would have just went on. You know, would have went and did the record. Like you know, after the first uh, triple threat. But then uh, then they had another triple threat. Mm-hmm. And I thought Roman and Seth were gonna win it, but. I think we all did, yeah. A lot of people thought this was going to happen. I mean, I thought it was going to happen, too. I mean, I was telling you, and I told uh, John, and I told a bunch of people, however, that it was going to happen, and I thought that was going to be the case, too, however. I mean, that was going to be very very intense, to say the least. Like I said, I thought he was going to actually win uh, this uh, matchup, mind you, and he came darn close to winning, no question about it. And at the end of the night, they just came up a little short. But the big story, obviously, was what happened after the match, however, involving uh, KO and Jericho. And it seems like now uh, their friendship is all but kaput, however, apparently, as they uh, came to blows. Jericho, of course, got up in his face. Owens didn't want to hear it. And, of course, at the end of the night, Owens got speared right out of his boots by Roman. Uh, this was very interesting to see. Yeah, it was. It was. Maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just an illusion. Maybe... They want you to think that, and then they'll be friends again at the pay-per-view. So I don't know what's going to happen. You never know. Yeah, no question. No question about it. I mean, it will definitely uh, be uh, interesting to watch. Uh, one thing is for certain that that really caught my eye. I mean, you mentioned the New Day. Obviously, we saw what happened, especially when uh, Stephanie got sprayed with champagne. I thought that was pretty darn funny when that happened, mind you. Uh, was uh, the uh, women. There was not much to do with the women last night except for Bailey and uh Obviously, uh, Alicia, and of course that was another quick match. But uh, the one thing that uh, had everyone's attention, obviously, of course, was uh, the uh, one story about Emelina. However, mind you, however, mind you, and they were originally going to bring her in, mind you, however, and unfortunately, at the last minute, however, Emelina was somehow uh, not uh, put on the show. Apparently, they have uh, been hyping her for weeks on end. I don't know why they keep uh, just denying her opportunities time after time on TV. It's just, it's just 
doesn't make sense to me. But uh, the one thing that really does interest me, Helen, and I think where they go from here, obviously, is this whole Sammy uh, Mick Foley uh, Braun Strowman thing. This to me is sort of like Sammy playing the little role of Rey Mysterio Jr. or the little giant killer, and Braun Strowman the big bad giant that he is. How I mean. To me, however, I think Sammy is in way over his head here, obviously. I think Sammy will be in for a rude awakening this Sunday as much as I love Sammy. Uh, what's your take on this whole thing? Uh, I thought it was funny. Mick Foley said he's going to get traded for Eva Marie, and then Sammy started freaking out. Yeah. Eva and, Marie? I'm yeah. 10 times, I'm 10,000 times better than Eva Marie. Right. <laughs> And I and you heard and and, and even Corey Graves, I mean, was la- loved it. I mean, he was actually having you know, he had even a chuckle about it. While uh, Cole and uh, Byron Saxon were like, "What the hell are you cheering about? It? What is wrong with you? Well, I mean, what common sense do you have, man?" But uh, yeah, it was interesting. I would have to say it was it was very interesting. Um, so we'll have I think to... he's gonna get. I think Sammy's gonna get destroyed. It's Braun Strowman. He's like a brick shithouse, man. Like oh, he is. He's a he's a monster, no doubt about it. I mean, he really is, no doubt about it. And uh, if Sammy can survive, I'll be shocked. However, oh, you're gonna love this story. I just saw this now. According to PW Insider, apparently, however, mind you, however, WWE has announced, and this is gonna make you laugh. However, they're gonna be releasing a new book next year from the New Day. It's called The Book of Booty. Shake it, love it, never be it. And it'll be hardcover, mind you. So here's what uh, the fans say. This is what here it says here, according to the reports. Multiple-time WWE Tag Team Champions. The New Day wants you to feel the power, and now you can with a book of booty. Shake it, love it, never be it. From the purveyors of positivity themselves, each chapter of this handy guy will help you embrace the New Day way of life. Even if you're feeling booty, and who, 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 who has never felt booty, you'll be clapping, gyrating, radiating positivity like the New Day themselves. Fans will learn the New Day's official definition of quote, booty, and the telltale signs that you or a loved one might be booty. The proper attire and headwear for the new you. How to twerk like a man. What your spirit animal says about you. How to project positivity. By the time you finish this book, you'll be rainbow-gazing, trombone-playing, unicorn-loving soldier of positivity, ready to take on nefarious WWE tag teams with a smile on your face. Pro tip, eat your bootios every morning for added strength. So there you go. Your thoughts about this. Uh, what can you say? I guess they they want New Day to go down in history. Um, I'm thinking because of their like new like get rid of like the old, and I I really don't like that they're getting rid of their like demolition record. But uh, I guess you gotta if yes. you look back on the back on the records, you'll say you know New Day mm-hmm. certainly holds so. the record, and they're they're something. Well, they're not really new, but they're something to look on. When we look back in history, we'll see that the New Day yeah. took the record. And hey, they, they had good times and they had a lot of funny stuff. So hey, good for them. Yes, certainly. No question about it. And this is actually pretty cool too. I just saw this just now as I'm looking at a picture of it now. If you remember Devin Still, the Houston Texas a few years ago, his little girl Leo underwent cancer treatment and uh, was battling cancer. Well, apparently they were backstage last night, Howard, and Stephanie was there, too, apparently. And before the show, she actually gave Leah a picture. It was a snapshot picture of her and Leah together on Twitter, apparently. And she got a chance to hold the WWE Women's Championship belt, or replica of the belt, mind you. It was pretty cool, though. So that is very nice to say, to say the least, of course, as we said. Uh, they are in uh, Washington, D.C. tonight, of course, but uh, this picture was taken early last night before the show backstage in the Wells Fargo Arena. Um, also, believe it or not, another story that we're following, apparently, is Matt Hardy, apparently, has now invited Bill Goldberg to TNA Total Nonstop, uh, whatever it is. Well, he... actually, Matt Hardy invited DX, New Day, a whole bunch of tag teams till Thursday. They're going to have like an uh, international or invitation to all the best tag teams. Hmm. He invited like all, like he invited like the Midnight Express. He invited like a whole bunch of different tag teams, which none of like none of. What is he smoking? I have to ask that. What is he smoking right now? Because he is more. I think he's gone way off the deep end now more than anything than, than ever before. I mean, I don't know what his craziness, I mean, what kind of uh, 
things he's uh, into right now because I know for a fact for a long time we know his brother was into heavy-duty stuff back in the day, and he's been trying to get his act cleaned up and everything. That's understandable. But now you're telling me that, I mean, he wants to do this. I mean, this is just – this is not right. I'm sorry. I mean, this guy is just way off the deep end. This guy's gone way off the uh, – And he uh, looks like the chick from the 101 Dalmatians. Oh, Corel DeVille. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does. I just saw a picture of it. Yeah, he does. He, he really does. He looks just totally whacked out. I mean, it's just, oh, I don't know. It's just. And, and they did a thing. I don't even know if, I don't even watch TNA, but I right. don't know if he's back to, uh, like, a couple weeks ago, he fell through the table or something, and he couldn't remember who he was, and he dressed up, like, in a sweater. And he's like, who are you guys? Yeah. And he's calling his wife. I don't know. I think oh, man. Was, he was calling her, and he, he was calling her something else. And he, uh, oh, but, God. Uh, I, I, You know what? It amazes me. I mean, with the way TNA, how bad TNA has been and everything like that, I'm surprised that TNA, like uh, like Billy Corgan, all those people, or even Dixie, has told him to go seek help. Like, go into therapy or just get psychiatric help. Seriously. I mean, he is just completely way off his rocker to say the least. I mean, hopefully uh, over the Christmas holiday early next year, however, he can start to get help because, I mean, really the last six months or so, I think he has gone way, way off his, uh, just completely out of control. I mean, he really is. It's just, it's just sickening. It really is. And like I said, I mean, I thought for a while, I mean, Jeff was the sick one, and Jeff was kind of out there in his own way too, but Jeff has kind of seen the light a little bit, somewhat. But now it's like all of a sudden, you're telling me, however, that uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Matt Hardy is uh, not uh, sane enough. I mean, come on, he, he's more than not sane. He's just absolutely out there, and the guy is street brick shy of a full load. I mean, he really, really is. So he definitely needs some help, people. I mean, I don't care if you agree with me. I don't care if you disagree with me. That's the way I feel. I mean, this guy is just completely, completely way off uh, his. Uh, just uh, like I said, his chair. But uh, coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I know for a fact we got a very good show for you coming up on the Revolution Show. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, a very good show on the 205 among some of the matches you will see uh, will be Jack Gallagher taking on Drew Gulak. That should be a very good match. Lynn Dorado, who was in action last night, taking on Mustafa Ali. And in the main event, however, a preview of this Sunday's big triple threat, however, it will be T.J. Perkins taking on Rich Swan, ladies and gentlemen, the Cruiserweight Champion. So definitely check it out beginning at 10 p.m., of course, ladies and gentlemen, on the WWE Network, of course. And that should be a very interesting show, of course. Uh, as you know, of course, uh, NXT this week should be a very good show as well. Of course, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, among some of the matches you will see tomorrow night include Tucker Knight and Otis D taking on Johnny Knockout and Braden Knight. Ember Moon in action, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Kimberly. And also Alexander Wolf and Eric Young taking on No Way Jose and Rich Swan. So definitely check out tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, the hype up for NXT is getting more and more very interesting, of course. Uh, We'll definitely uh, tell you, of course, uh, in the coming weeks, however, what could be happening as far as TakeOver goes. Of course, TakeOver will be taking place the night before uh, uh, the Royal Rumble coming up on Saturday night, January 28th, live from the Alamo City of San Antonio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, The Lone Star State, of course, as you know, um, this coming Monday, of course, Monday Night Raw, next Monday, I should say, will be held in Columbus, Ohio. And then a week from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, right before Christmas, however, SmackDown will be coming to you live from Detroit Rock City in the Joe Louis Arena. So get your tickets, however, for uh, SmackDown or Raw this coming Monday or Tuesday. I believe they're still available in both those cities. And I understood, uh, actually, I reported yesterday, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that yesterday that they have announced also, ladies and gentlemen, that TakeOver will be held however, in Orlando, Florida, however, coming up right before WrestleMania. So you definitely want to check that out. That will be coming up on April the 1st, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that will be, I believe, the Friday night or maybe the Saturday night. I think it's the Saturday night, however, right before WrestleMania uh, 33, ladies and gentlemen. So you might want to check that out. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to say the least what will happen that night. Of course, WrestleMania 33 this year coming up live from the Camping World Steam, formerly the Citrus Bowl there Excuse me, in uh, Orlando. So definitely uh, check that out as well. 
Uh, we still got a few minutes to kill. Uh, Gerard, I'm going to let him take over for a few minutes if he has anything to say or anything to add. If not, we're going to call it an early evening. Of course, uh, we got a very good way to close out the show. Now, you're going to absolutely love it, so uh, you might want to stay tuned for that. So I'm going to ask him quickly, uh, Gerard, you got anything else to uh, add for tonight? No, I don't. All right, well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in the time machine uh, again next week, ladies and gentlemen, for our next to last show of the year. However, you might want to stay tuned for that. Of course, Gerard and I will have your local news for you coming up at 9 o'clock at 138055-pound on Revolution. We will also be talking about last night's Monday Night Raw, and who knows, we'll also be getting some early roadblock talking. And as we leave you tonight, however, we have an interesting song, however, for the holiday season that I think Gerard's going to absolutely love, however. And this is actually uh, one that I just found right before the show tonight. It is the Irish Rovers entitled Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. So I hope you all like it. However, it could have been a little more tackier, but you know what, however, we feel like we're in a good mood, however, we're in good spirits. So we're going to play Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer by the Irish Rovers right now. We will talk to you again next week and again later on tonight. Have a great night, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Good night, everyone. Thank you.